o'clock in the Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. I like the way I accentuate it, live. <laughs> this week, starring adult contemporary forwards and returns. Yeah. And thank you, fake band. Thank you, very fake audience. The lovely iCarly audience. How are you guys? Good to see you. Um, I hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Uh, I went to Chicago, and uh, my family and I went to Chicago, and saw my dad, who is 92 years old, spent the weekend with him in Chicago, and got back late last night, and I woke up this morning and felt like the room was spinning out of control. I had a little earache at the end of last week, uh, apparently flying isn't good for earaches. <laughs> anyway, I am so discombobulated today. I'm like three quarters sick. The room is spinning. I should not have done the show. I should have stayed home. But no, the show must go on. So, uh, hello to everybody in the chat room. Great to see you guys. I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, I gotta say, I, I we're doing adult contemporary today. My ears are ringing. You know when you get sick and it feels like you're talking inside your head? Sounds like you got your fingers in your ears. That's what I've got going on. So I'm going to make some really awesome mistakes today, I bet. And you guys are going to be witnesses to that. Uh, <laughs> Caterbone says, such a pro, Michael. Uh, or does that say such a fool? No, it says pro. Thank you, Caterbone. Uh, I woke up this morning and thought, you know, I'm going to cancel Taxi TV and just stay at home. But I was out Friday in order to fly to Chicago, so it felt like I had to be here today. So anyway, we are doing Adult Contemporary Forwards and Returns, and Bria put together a playlist for me of, uh, let's see, we had 200. This is for taxi listing number S170602AC. We had 252 submissions and 11 forwards. Um, so what does that work out to? I don't know, a little less than half a percent? I, I mean, <laughs> a little less than 5%. Not that we do it by percentages, but that's what it is. Um, and Bria put together uh, six forwards and six returns for me to play on the show. Man, every time I look down and look up, the room goes, woohoo! I know what I need to fix that. Rockstar. Okay. Anyway, um, so I was listening to stuff before and go, man, I don't even know if that song is adult contemporary or not. So I did the intelligent thing. Um, oh, and I just saw a note <laughs> reminding myself. Hit subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Make us popular with that YouTube search engine. And hit the like button because, I mean, look at that face. Am I likable? <laughs> oh, man. Corny, yes. Likable, not so much. Uh, anyway, so I was looking up adult contemporary and went to Wikipedia. I'm going to try and read this out loud. Um, I'm going to mess it up because literally, like, the words are moving around the page and I just feel like crapola. Uh, adult contemporary music, AC, is a form of radio played popular music ranging from 1960s vocal and 1970s soft rock music to predominantly ballad heavy music of the present day. 
That's what we're interested in. We're not interested in the old stuff. Um, present day, with varying degrees of easy listening, pop, soul, rhythm and blues, quiet storm, and rock influence. Ooh, the quiet storm. Uh, so let's do that again. Easy listening, pop, soul, rhythm and blues, quiet storm, and rock influence. That's a lot of influences. Um, adult contemporary is, a ra uh, is rather a continuation of the easy listening and soft rock style that became popular in the 60s and 70s with some adjustments that reflect the evolution, evolution being the key word, of pop rock music. Adult contemporary tends to have lush, soothing, and highly polished uh, qualities where, where emphasis on melody and harmonies is accentuated. Uh, it's unusually, I'm sorry, it's usually melodic enough to get a listener's attention. Well, I would hope so. Um, and it's in and is inoffensive. Now there's <laughs> there's a description you want for your music. Man, that song is so inoffensive. <laughs> Oh, man, I should have read this before I went on air. Uh, and is inoffensive and pleasurable enough to work well as background music. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you want to have your stuff be background music. Uh, sometimes you do. Uh, like most pop music, uh, its songs tend to be written in a basic format, employing a verse-chorus structure, of course. Uh, the format is heavy on romantic, sentimental ballads, which mostly use acoustic instruments, though bass guitar is usually used Okay, because I would, I guess they're assuming that bass guitar is plugged in and electric, which it usually is. Um, uh, let's see, acoustic instruments such as acoustic guitars, pianos, saxophones, and sometimes an orchestral set. The electric guitars are normally faint and high-pitched. This is really funny. However, recent adult contemporary music may usually feature synthesizers and other electronics such as drum machines. An AC radio station may play mainstream music, but it excludes hip-hop, dance tracks, hard rock, and some forms of teen pop, as these are less popular among young adults, uh, the target demographic. So, excluding hip-hop, dance tracks, hard rock, and some forms of teen pop, as these are less popular among adults, the tar target demographic. AC radio often targets the 25 to 44 age group. That leaves me out. The demographic that's received the most attention from advertisers since the 1960s. From what I hear, though, millennials are gaining ground quickly. A common practice in recent years of adult contemporary stations is to play less newer music and more hits of the past. I'm guessing that's because they're better. This de-emphasis on new songs slows the progression of the AC chart. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Over the years, AC has spawned subgenres including hot AC, soft AC, also known as light AC. So you got AC, which is kind of light, and then light AC, which is lighter AC, urban AC, rhythmic AC, Christian AC, a softer type of contemporary Christian music. Some stations play only hot AC, soft AC, or only one of the variety of subgenres. Therefore, it's not usually uh, considered a specific genre of music. It's merely an assemblage of selected tracks from musicians of many different genres. Dear God, Wikipedia, what the hell did that mean? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So basically, what they're trying to is anything that's soft and light and is not, uh, where's the list of things it's not? It's not hip-hop, it's not dance or EDM, um, it's not hard rock, and, uh, and also is not teen pop. 
So basically, just about anything that you would normally hear on a hit radio station. Oh, I forgot to check my levels. On a hit radio station, um, any of that stuff. If you're listening to music that sounds kind of light and almost implying like acoustic and wimpy, um, and it's not that other stuff, then it might be AC. Okay. Jeez. Uh, man, oh man, I might have to frame that. Uh, what did I do? Oh, okay. All right. So, being the research hound that I am, I went and looked at, uh, <laughs> I think I got the top 20 AC songs, but only printed out the first 16. So, number one on the AC charts in Billboard is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Now, that's also on a pop chart, uh, or the pop chart. Uh, it's could be almost anywhere. It's definitely crossover. It's a great song, I might add. Um, Scars Dear Beautiful by Alicia Cara. Water Under the Bridge by Adele. I can see her being um, AC, but also pop. Um, but, you know, she does a lot of ballad stuff, and AC clearly leans towards the ballad side. Um, Don't Wanna Know, Maroon 5 featuring Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Say You Won't Go by James Arthur. Play That Song by Train. Treat You Better by Shawn Mendes. Um, Cheap Thrills, Sia featuring Sean Paul. Uh, Let Me Love You, DJ Snake featuring Justin Bieber. Um, something Just Like This, The Chainsmokers and Coldplay. Sounds very unhealthy, The Chainsmokers and Coldplay, doesn't it? Just saying. Um, this Town by Niall Horan. Uh, ooh, I've got that on there twice. Okay, uh... Mercy by Shawn Mendes, so he's got two of them in the AC chart. Um, Love on the Brain by Rihanna. I Believe in You by Michael Buble. Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. When Lady Gaga started her career, she was thinking, man, what I wouldn't give to have a top 15 adult contemporary hit, right? And that was right before she put on that coat made out of red meat. Um, and then That's What I Like by Bruno Mars, and that was number 16 on the chart. Number 17, 18, 19, 20. I have no idea what they are because they're still stuck in the printer out in the hallway or somewhere. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Oh, so let me read the actual listing. Okay, the listing that we're listening to music that was either forwarded or returned for, now that we're utterly confused about what AC adult contemporary actually is, the listing read, adult contemporary songs with male or female vocals are needed by a big deal producer who's worked on tons of hit records in several genres. If you're doing adult contemporary, you're definitely working in tons of genres. He's looking for super strong, mid to up-tempo AC songs that can range from what you might expect to hear from artists like, but not limited to, Michael Buble and Adele to guitar-based songs like you might hear from John Mayer and other artists like him who sometimes venture into the AC arena. Uh, the references. In, in, uh, this producer was not looking for stuff that sounds just like this. Um, these are just some things that are considered to be adult contemporary in today's market. I Believe in You by Michael Buble, which is clearly on that chart. Uh, Water Under the Bridge by Adele. Was that the one that was on there? Let's find out. Uh, yes, okay, so we've got two of the Alaska top 15 right there. Uh, in Love on the Weekend by John Mayer. Because um, Lord knows you can't be in love Monday through Friday because you're so busy working. 
No time for love. Okay, so those are the references, and the listing goes on to say, please submit songs with top-notch songwriting, contemporary melodies, contemporary melodies, and hit-worthy hook and a hit-worthy hook-driven chorus that would make a big-time, big-time producer play it for an artist he's working with. Because um, you know that's how the food chain goes. Oftentimes, is the producer says, "Hey, I heard a great song. Got to check this out. I think you might want to include it on the record." And the artist votes yay or nay. Um, your vocal performance should be engaging enough that when the producer plays it for the artist he's working with, let's say he or she is working with, um, they'll be begging to cut it before somebody else does. Now that's a great position to be in. Taxi tip. This producer will listen to simple stripped down demos done with guitar vocal or piano vocal, uh, but they've got to be so strong that the song sounds like a hit just waiting for the right artist to carry it to the top of the charts. Please submit one to three songs online or per CD. Include lyrics. All submissions be screened and critiqued by taxi. By taxi submissions uh, received no later than Friday, June 2nd. So this listing ended not that long ago, a um, couple weeks ago. So remember, not looking for stuff that is necessarily showing off production or final product. Um, actually looking for the song itself. And frankly... I'm totally out of touch with what AC really is today. 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I knew. Not so much anymore because of that extremely uh, good definition from Wikipedia. Who the hell really knows? So let's listen. Oh, uh, I wanted to remind you. Oh, uh, last, I think it was last week or the week, week before last, we were supposed to do a live uh, remote at Chuck Henry's house uh, slash studio in... Uh, West Hollywood, and they were doing fire, fire alarm work, so we had to postpone it. We are, in fact, going to do that a week from today, so don't miss the show. A week from today, we're going to show you how to build the drum tracks and the entire beat um, for some hip-hop stuff. Uh, Chuck Henry is really, really good at that. He not only gets a lot of film, a ton. I mean, this guy is a big money-earning uh, composer, songwriter, producer, um, serious, a multiple six-figure income, and hip-hop is a lot of it, and uh, he knows what he's doing, so you're going to learn from somebody who I think is among the very best, and a very likable guy, a really good guy. So there's that reminder, uh, and now let's listen to some music, and if I jump up and run, it's because I'm feeling kind of nauseous. And I do have a garbage container right next to me, <laughs> just in case I have to, excuse me, um, throw up during the middle of today's show. Being the consummate professional I am, Caterbone identified me as a pro. <laughs> Maybe not for long, Caterbone. All right, so the first thing we're going to listen to using my little flying saucer. Um, is this is called Fallen In, and we're not identifying the um, artists or, or writers on this. Remember, we're only listening for the song. We're not listening for the production quality. We're not looking for masters here, just songs. Well, that sounds rather odd. Yeah, this show may be shorter than I thought. <laughs> Let's try that again. Let's 
clean that sucker <laughs> I think we've got some dust on the needle one more time there we go I don't know your name, haven't seen your face, but I heard your voice in a child saying grace, and for now, you're just someone in a crowd. Slow it down, take a breath, would it change the saying if it's a forward or return till we get to the end. called 
fallen in. Um, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that for adult contemporary going to a producer looking for songs or minus one if you would not forward that. Polly, are you in the house? Because Polly is our best counter. And Peter Rayhill, I'm coming for you, buddy. I saw you voting early. <laughs> oh, man. The votes are still coming. If you think that I'm like your picture is frozen, which you probably has here on your stream, but uh, I'm just watching the votes come in and hoping that Polly's counting. I mean, I can tell anecdotally which way it's going, but I love the fact that Polly always gives us an actual number. By the way, for those of you guys that have difficulties, um, I know Mary Band almost always has difficulties. Don't miss the PS at the bottom of the email I send out. I actually found a link online that tells you how to, well, at least what Ustream says on how to fix this stuff. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm guessing maybe Polly's not in the house, but uh, I agree. Lori Wentz said it looks like uh, a third says uh, a third no forwards two-thirds said yes they would forward it um, and it was in fact a forward so those of you who said you would forward it agreed um, all right let's move on and this one is called indigo blue me away It's not what you said But what you didn't say There are many men to be Things aren't always what they seem Take a deep Love stars so young, but then it gets 
votes. Plus one if you would forward that, minus one if you were the screener and would not forward that. Um, and producer Matt is going to do the math for us. That way uh, we know it'll get done. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Um, all right. Yeah. So while you guys are casting your votes, yes. I got a new toy today. Woohoo. There you go. A little DJI spark. With a camera, there we go, camera with a gimbal on it, yay! And I feel like crap, so I'm not even going to go home and play with it. I'm humming it, that song. I have an opinion, but I'm not going to state it until the votes are in. Hey Dino, how are you man? Uh, because I don't want to influence anything. Because I have power. And no, I'm not on any medication. I just get goofy when I'm sick. Are we auditioning for the screener job? <laughs> We're having a screener meeting on Thursday. <laughs> Let's see if there are any vacancies. I'll let you know. I got to say, while the votes are still rolling in, uh, I want to give a shout out to the city of Chicago. It is, or has the nicest downtown. Just, I mean, architecture is awesome. This weekend, most of the time, the skies were blue with puffy clouds and like 78 degrees, a little breeze. It was really nice. Um, What are the qualifications? Uh, look on our website, actually. The qualifications, I believe, are listed on the website. Uh, okay, so Matt says we had 12 people that would forward that, 30 people who said they would not, and those people were correct. It was not forwarded, although I think many of us, if not most of us, agreed. It's a cool song. Uh, it. It lacked a little, in my opinion, lacked a little bit uh, of the contemporary thing. Um, but I could see that song. You know, I'd have to go back and listen to the lyric uh, to be certain about this. But that song would be good for film and TV placement, possibly. Although that's what A&R people on panels always say when they don't know how to comment. Um, they always go, that'd be good for film and TV because it gets them off the firing line. So I always laugh whenever I'm moderating a, a panel at the Road Rally and uh, some vice president of A&R from one of the major labels says, well, that'd be good for film and TV. That means they don't know how to tell you it doesn't work or what about it doesn't work. Uh, and yes, the first song that we heard, which was called Fallen In, was in fact forwarded. And our viewing audience was right as rain on that one as they often are. Uh, okay, so now let's go to one called uh, The Lucky Ones. All right, let's have a listen to The Lucky Ones and see how lucky they were. 
We're all just broken hearts, each one on the mend. You never know true love till you lose a friend. The hardest part is when you have to start again, brick by brick, wall by wall. And the one thing that I trust is the times when we were us. They're like glimpses of the sun. I say we're the lucky ones to brave the fall. Say we're the lucky ones I remember how the world was yours and mine Didn't have to worry about running out of time Sitting on a fortune that most people never find If it was only for a while we had it all The times when we were us They're like glimpses of the sun They say we're the lucky ones To brave the fall We were living the moments We were risking it all You know we're the lucky ones To have Say we're the lucky ones I remember how you used to smile It could carry me
All right, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that for an adult contemporary listing. Minus one if you would not. And the listing said, adult contemporary songs with male or female vocals are needed by a big deal producer who's worked on tons of hit records in several genres. He's looking for super strong, mid to up-tempo AC songs that can range from what you might expect to hear from artists like, but not limited to, Michael Buble and Adele to guitar-based songs like you might hear from John Mayer, other artists like him who sometimes venture into the AC arena. Please submit songs with top-notch songwriting, contemporary melodies, and a hit-worthy hook-driven chorus that would make a big-time producer play it for an artist he's working with. Uh, your vocal performance should be engaging enough that when the producer plays it for the artist he's working with, they'll be begging to cut it before somebody else does. Uh, taxi tip, this producer will listen to simple stripped-down demos done with guitar, vocal, piano, or piano vocal. Uh, but they've got to be so strong that the song sounds like a hit just waiting for the right artist to carry it to the top of the charts. Uh, i got to say, um, we're seeing a, a bit of a trend over the last 18 months to two years. Um, I can think of, I was thinking about this in my car on the way to work today, probably three different producers that run listings with Taxi that all are like, wowzer level people and, and they are all pretty amenable to hearing stuff that's stripped down um, because their job is to produce so they're looking for the song you know and, and they're looking for the song for an artist they're they're working with so it's got to be not just a great song but contextually right for that artist and in their head they're probably hearing the production as they're listening to something stripped down. Now, does that mean that you should always pitch stripped down stuff? A couple of schools of thought on that. Some people, you know, want a finished track that they can plug their artist into um, and basically produce the vocal. Other people want a, a song that's basically stripped down so that they can build a track. I don't know. Um, let's see, uh, what do we have? 24, this one was almost a tie. 24 people said they would forward it. 17 people said they would not. Um, somebody says this wasn't stripped down. It was pretty stripped down. It wasn't totally stripped. It wasn't naked, all right? But, uh, you know, what? We, it wasn't a big full production, although it was like, um, ah, I can't think of the song now. Anyway, fairly stripped, but not totally. Uh, anyway, um, it was not forwarded, and uh, I saw people commenting, gee, you know, it's got to be tough being the screener when you hear something that's really strong and you can't forward it because it doesn't um, fit the listing. We're getting close to solving that problem. We're going to be introducing something very soon that will largely take care of that problem. Uh, because it's been frustrating us for a very long time when we hear stuff like that. The, I, I personally really like that. I would have been very on the fence about forwarding it for an adult contemporary thing. Um, but, I mean, you, uh, Dino, you're in there somewhere, I think, right? Uh, still in there? Yeah, he is. Um, I could hear that being done by a country artist. Um, I'm not sure if the lyrics would meet the craft level that Nashville lyricists, um, or the people in Nashville hold lyricists to, but pretty darn good. I really liked it. Uh, anyway, the, the verdict was that the 
the viewing audience, 24 people said they would forward it, 17 said they would not. It was close to a tie and the screener did not forward that. Um, but I made a note that it should go on the best of Taxi because it was really, really good. Dean says, yep, uh, he answered my question about, uh, I, I heard that and within halfway through the first verse I would say it went, hmm, sounds like country to me. Um, I love the vocalist on that and I love the vocal delivery on that. Uh, so good job to the person who did the lucky ones. Very, very good. Um, we are moving on now to one called Behind Her Smile. And here we go. Try, girl, we may never know what 
Alright. That was... What was it? That was Behind Her Smile. Cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would not. Um... Okay, uh, man, there were so many great comments in the chat room on this, but one that stuck out was a question somebody asked, um, will a screener forward something if, if it fits the style but the lyrics aren't up to snuff or aren't top-notch specifically? It was top-notch. Um, it's a judgment call. It's not like there's some formula. Um, you know, the screener is in the moment, and the screener, I'll bet you... I noticed several people said, hmm, this is starting to grow on me. And I will bet you anything that the screener went back and listened twice to that one. I know if I were screening and I used to back in the day, on stuff like this, I would go back sometimes and listen to something twice. Sometimes people listen three times um, because the first time maybe they're kind of casting their vote on a very visceral level. Overall, they liked it or they didn't. The second time through, maybe they're going back to check and see if the lyric is up to par because they felt that it was good enough that it should be forwarded um, but they weren't sure about the lyric they were enjoying the overall vibe and maybe the third pass on it was you know I liked it the lyric was pretty cool but not a plus and the phrasing was a little strange so no I can't so that's you know there is no exact formula that applies everything is in the moment within the context of the listing but the one misconception that i think a lot of people have about the screening process at taxi is that people base their decisions to forward or not on did i like it it goes beyond that it's did i like it in the context of what the listing asked for and that's what separates uh, an opinion from a professional opinion in my opinion which is pretty professional is if you can turn off your own personal feelings and look at it objectively from the perspective of what the listing asked for then you're listening at a pro level um okay so we had 34 people who would not forward that and four that said they would forward it and it was actually forwarded and i've got to say um i wasn't feeling the love in the very early stage of that song but i saw several of you guys i i was starting to like it and then like it a lot and then it got to the chorus and i remember thinking um the vocal phrasing on the chorus was more contemporary than the whole vibe of the whole thing would let lend itself to you know what i mean it's like the vibe of the whole thing wasn't quite there but then i went oh, that vocal phrasing is i almost want to say bruno mars like i can't think of a song of his in particular but something that he would warm up to so i don't i can see why the screener forwarded it but it just goes to show you how tough the job is um Oh, you're welcome, Sasha. Sasha says thanks for that answer. Um, yeah, Jason Mraz. All right. Uh, yeah, it, it did have kind of a Jason Mraz vibe going on there. Um, okay. Now we're going to listen to something called Rescue. 
to be honest before I'm done and my body returns to dust. Sometimes I lose the battles I've been fighting and I'm dying because I did the things I said I'd never do and I did them to us. But I let you get Sorry, I'm, I've got a piece of hard candy in my mouth because my throat's a little sore. It goes with the illness that I've got. Um, I want to comment. Uh, 
what did I want to? Oh, I made a note. Uh, I loved the vocal phrasing on the first verse and the lyric on the first verse, uh, and then I got lost in, in with you guys on the rest of the song. Um, but the first verse, pretty darn cool and original. They're rolling in, for those of you who are watching this after the fact on YouTube going, why is that guy who hosts this show always staring at the side of the screen like, it's because I'm watching the votes come in. Mojo says, if you think it's bad now, wait for the sinus portion. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Um... Okay, waiting for the big total. I, I'm still kind of amazed by this description of um, um, a, what adult contemporary is that I found in Wikipedia. Uh, as I say at the top of the show, and some of you, uh, maybe many of you weren't here at the very beginning of the show, I used to be legitimately informed, well-informed on what adult contemporary was back in the 70s and 80s. I'm clueless now. Uh, everything, the areas or the genres are just so gray and the amount of crossover is just intense. And, and there was an interesting sentence in this uh, Wikipedia thing that said, mm, oh, um, an AC radio station, uh, where is it? An AC radio station may play mainstream music but it excludes hip-hop, dance tracks, hard rock, and some forms of teen pop as these are less popular among adults, the target demographic, which is 25 to 44. Um, basically what it says is that adult contemporary can be practically anything but those things. So it's really, really tough to hear something, I think, in today's market, today's in the world of music today and go, oh, that's clearly AC. You have to really think about it. Um, uh, Neil McTavish, uh, the listener age is 25 to 44, so that leaves you and I out. <laughs> uh, Sixty-five to ninety. I'm almost there. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm waiting for the total. Did it already go by, and I just haven't seen it yet. I hope I didn't blow it while I was busy chatting or reading. Yeah. Um, Marcus points out that Gaga is definitely dance uh, or and or pop or dance pop or EDM pop and, and she was on the uh, AC chart. Okay, um, Matthew's got the numbers in 24. This one's close. 24 said they would forward it and 19 said they would not and it was a forward. So there you go. Um, those of you, the 24 that said they would forward it, you guys are winners. The rest of you, big fat losers. <laughs> anyway, another cool song. I, I really liked the verse in that thing. It, it was actually better than I thought it was going to shape up to be. I think it might have been um, 
the pre-chorus where I kind of went, huh, what? And then it saved itself again. I really liked that little uh, growl that he had in his voice uh, at one point. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I wish I was in the studio with that cat producing the vocal session because um, I, I would have asked him to deliver a lot more than he did on that track. And, and those of you who commented that it had some uh, similarities with John Mayer, I would agree. Uh, okay. Moving on, we are now going to listen to one called Let Love Rule, and here we go.
Wow, a fade! Alright, that was Let Love Rule. Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would not, if you were the screener. In the context of adult contemporary. It's all about the context. Votes are coming in quickly. Wow, really quickly. Not a lot of hesitation on that one. You know, I listen to this stuff. Um, and some of you may even in the room may raise your hand and go, yeah, I've gotten that call from Michael. Um, I know that Marcus was probably the last time I did it, but I hear taxi members sometimes and go, oh, that person would be really great if they were co-writing or co-performing, uh, co-producing, co-whatever, cohabitating, I don't know, with another person. And I'll pick up the phone and call a couple of members and make sure that they get in touch with each other because that was always one of my greatest joys um, working in the studio. It was like being in the middle of a song going, I know somebody should be on this session, picking up the phone and having somebody come and join us and, and watching that magic happen. I could definitely hear the person who did that last song working with some members. Um, waiting for a total. By the way, I want to give a shout out today. I got an email and I saw something posted on the forum uh, from Keith LeBrant that his music has now been in 500 shows. And I don't think he's talking about 500 placements. He's talking about 500 different episodes of shows. Uh, okay, so 11 people said they would forward it and 28 said they would not. So the would nots, the returns, were correct. That one was not forwarded. And these are tough. You know, here again, I'm going to bring this up for those of you who are new to the show and new to this whole process of us kind of second guessing the screeners is more often than not, I would say 90, 95, maybe even 98% of the time, the members or the viewers of the show vote with the way the screeners went, um, sometimes overwhelmingly so, um, not just by thin margins. But. Um, Oh, where the hell was I? I forgot the, what the point I was going to make. Oh, it even the stuff that doesn't get forwarded is consistently pretty darn good. Five years ago, we would go through this process on the show, and I think some of us were like, oh, wow. You know, I mean, there was some stuff that just wasn't ready for prime time yet, and, and that just doesn't happen that much anymore. Um, so, uh, I mean, people every year... Um, I know Michael Lloyd says it at the Road Rally every year. Ralph Murphy has said it time and time again. Uh, I think uh, probably Robin Frederick, some of our other panelists at the, at the Road Rally that are there year after year ha have all commented that they think that the overall quality of our membership has risen considerably over the years. I really agree. Um, okay, so that was Let Love Rule. That was not forwarded, but again, had a lot of redeeming qualities. Pretty cool. Um, and I made a note on that one. Uh, you know, 
Hey, by the way, Giles, uh, I see you in the chat room. Are you off now um, for the summer? I, I know you teach school, so uh, want to come and do a taxi TV with me? It's been a few years. Uh, let's put your butt in the hot seat, okay? All right, um, now let's listen to a song called Long Way. Here we go. Okay, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward that. Minus one if you would not. <laughs> I'm gonna hit play and see if there's more. Nope, there wasn't more to that. That was the that was weird. Uh, oh yeah, Giles. So yeah, you saw that update three weeks from now because I think two weeks from now is the Monday before Fourth uh, of July. So I think that we may not do an episode that Monday. Um, All right, the votes are pouring in. They're coming in over the transom like sailfish on 40-pound test. Uh, 
that just reminded me. Uh, <laughs> that totally just reminded me. I forgot. Uh, Steve Giles and Pedro Costa have made... They haven't gone... I, I hope I'm not blowing anything. They haven't gone entirely public yet. But they've created a line of t-shirts that say, write, submit, forget, and repeat. And I'd actually made a note to include that in our upcoming taxi newsletter, the Taxi Transmitter. Uh, and meanwhile, I asked uh, Matt, producer Matt, to come up with a thing for um, uh, the cool stuff thing in, tax, in the taxi transmitter. I got to go back and check to see if I already had both slots filled because one of them was definitely write, submit, forget, repeat t-shirts. Um, okay, so, and here comes the big totals from producer Matt. And he says five people said they would forward that and 30 people say they would not. The screener gets tanked on that one. The screener actually forwarded that. <laughs> I remember listening to it thinking, the screener must have like gone to see a Broadway show the night before they worked on that listing. It's, again, the song certainly didn't suck by any stretch of the imagination, but it was very kind of like, people let me tell you about my best friend. No, I can't sing today either. Bad throat. I can't sing any day. Uh, what, uh, Eddie and his father, remember the theme song to that TV show? Um, for those of you who are of a certain age, um, that song was of a similar vibe. Um, anyway, uh, all right. So, yeah, the screener, you guys voted opposite of the screener on that one. Um, now we're going to listen to one called... <laughs> I'll tell you why this is funny in a minute. <laughs> but first, we're going to listen to the song. This is called Drive. And I don't mean the song is funny. Oh, 
All right, cast your votes. Plus one, if you would forward that to a producer looking for adult contemporary songs for an artist he or she is working with, and minus one, if you would not. I am curious, more than curious, to see what you guys think. I'm dying to know. Um, okay, so while you guys are casting your votes... Ooh, man, you guys are voting quickly today. Thank you, I like that. It's really, it's like a good test of your uh, antiperspirant when you're on this end and you see the, the votes crawling in. It's like, what do I do to pad for time and keep this interesting? Um, especially <clears throat> being sick. <coughs> uh, I made a note. Uh, I think many votes have been cast, so I don't think I'm going to sway the outcome much at this point. Um I gave that one a lot of points for being melodically interesting. Um, there were times where I went, ooh, that's cool. And um, but see, Polly, we're, we're not, look, Polly says he gave it a minus one for loose musical production and performance, but we're not looking for that. Uh, but you weren't here for the beginning of the show, but uh, in the listing, it's a producer looking for songs. It's not looking for film and TV stuff where it's good or ready in the state that it's in to, to be on air. It's looking for raw material that can be turned into a gem, you know? So as I was listening to that one, a thought popped into my head that if I were the screener on that, I would be asking myself, if I were a producer on the receiving end of this, would I want to tackle that? Would I look at that and go, yeah, I can turn that into something really cool. I can hear how that should be treated or several ways that could be treated and my answer was yes and you know what you guys 29 of you voted yes you would forward it seven of you said you would not um and the screener did in fact forward it so good job you guys you're with the screener on that one um yep mojo says it'll be re-recorded Polly says, that makes sense. I just do instrumentals. Not familiar with the song processes. Well, I tell you, Polly, it's like this. First you lay down the drums, then you lay down the bass, then you lay down the saxophone. Anyway, just kidding you. Um, uh, Kano says he did think, Marcus says he didn't think that it was AC. And I had that same thought, but then again, I went through the mental list of the things that AC is not. And I went, well, it doesn't really fit on that list. So, yeah, it's AC. Uh, that is confounding to me, that whole list of... Uh, when we're done with the show tonight, before you guys go to sleep or whatever you're going to do, have dinner, uh, Google, uh, go to Wikipedia and, and look up their definition again of adult contemporary. It's just mind-boggling. But I, I think that's where it's at these days. Okay, so that one was called Drive. And the one we're going to listen to now is called hit and run so there you go those two are meant to be played next to each other
that was Hit and Run, Cast Your Votes, plus one if you would forward that for this adult contemporary listing, for a producer looking for songs for an artist, or if you minus one if you would not forward it. Uh, that was funny, Marcus. <laughs> it, was, it was very 80s. Uh, again, not bad. Just not um, of, of this decade. But you know what? Um, there are people that would... You know what? If you needed a background source song... Um, for a scene that took to him, uh, what was the famous Michael, well, many Michael J. Fox movies in the 80s, um, Back to the Future, if, if they were doing Back to the Future, like, 14, and Michael J. Fox uh, walked into a club and they had music playing in the background, uh, that could be right there, right? It's like, hello, you know, 80s Pat Benatar, uh, or you know what I'm trying to say. I'm sick. I can't think straight. But yes, Pat Benatar, Hart, all that stuff. Uh, actually, for me, my money, more Pat Benatar. Uh, okay, it was one person would forward, 35 would not, and you guys were absolutely correct. Um, yeah, did not get forwarded. Okay, now we're going to listen to a song called Sorry by... Whoops, almost said the name I'm not here we go this is sorry Surrender Like me and you 
sorry now Was it all just wasted time? Sorry now Here we are at the end of the line I wish that I could fix it But I don't know And I'm sorry My timing wasn't so good on the applause for that one. That's a long ring out in that last note. Anyway, cast your votes. Plus Whoa. Plus one if you would forward, minus one, whoop, minus one, Let's see how you did with the screener tally. Um, we've got one more to listen to. You guys are doing pretty well today, got to say. You always do well. Um, all right, one more to listen to after we finish up the vote for this one. By the way, uh, how many of you have, you know how a, a lot of planes now, airplanes, um, prop time, airplane, uh, you download stuff on your phone because you want to watch a movie or a bunch of TV shows on a long flight, uh, or you've got work you want to do on your laptop, which is usually the case for me. By the way, I was editing last night an excellent uh, passenger profile interview with uh, our very own Marcus Cohen last night, Kano Beats here in the chat. Uh, and I didn't charge my devices before I got on the plane because I know that there are outlets under the seats now on the plane. But more often than not, I'm finding that those outlets don't work. So it really pisses me off when I've got stuff that I want to do and, or shows I want to watch or whatever it is. And then you go to plug your device in to uh, boot it up and you can't because there's no AC coming out of those little holes. Very, very frustrating because then you sit there reading that stupid airplane magazine over and over for four hours and 15 minutes. Um, okay, five people said they would forward that. 30 said they would not forward that. Um, and those of you who said you would not forward it were in agreement with the screener. You are correct. Um, uh, no, I wasn't flying first class. Um, I was flying, what was I on? United last night in whatever they call the seats with more leg room. Uh, I'm, I'm a million miler, almost up to 1.2 million miles on United. And so I do get upgraded a lot to first. So for those of you who send me nasty letters, whenever people hear that I fly first class, it's like, you know, you're spending our money flying around the country first class. No, I'm spending um, 1.2 million miles uh, of time in an aluminum tube going 700 miles an hour. I think that's how fast they go, something like that. Um, 
no, more like 500 and change miles an hour. Anyway, I've logged a lot of hours on airplanes over the last 25 years, and that has gotten me to royalty status on United, and therefore I've been upgraded for a very long time. But last night I was upgraded to Economy Plus with the extra legroom, and they do have, I was sitting in seat 11D, I think going both directions this weekend, and uh, power outlets on both flights did not work. The person sitting two seats away from me up against the window, his outlet worked, and he fell asleep. I was going to pull the plug on his device and plug mine in because he was sleeping. What the hell did he need it for? Um, anyway, uh, who would ever send me a nasty letter? Oh, you'd be surprised, Jim Smith. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, anyway, it's just a personal pet peeve of mine. It's like, man, you know, do I get my money back? Because I had a reasonable expectation that I was going to have electricity for my devices on that flight. Did I? No. But I paid for it. Didn't get it. All right. Last song. This is called Song For You. Uh, let's have a listen. I wish I had words, I wish I had the perfect melody to sing Make you feel exactly how I feel about you <laughs> You are my day and my night, you're every second of my life There's just not enough words, not enough feelings and metaphors To illustrate how much I love you Songs for you. I hope that we do. I hope that we do.
All right, cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one for a return. I'm curious to see how you guys vote on this one. That was our last song of the day. Look at that. I'm only one minute over. But uh, don't go away. Oh, everybody's like, gee, my song didn't get played, so I'm out of here. There's a producer named Michael Blue, M-I-K-A-L, Blue, like the color, um, lives or works very near where I am, uh, out in the beautiful Caneo Valley portion of Los Angeles, uh, and he did, among other things, oh gosh, what's her name? Ah, her dad's famous producer, worked with Fleetwood Mac, Colby Collet. Um I would love to hear his work on that song that we just heard. Tim Walter says, no deadline, we'd all stay longer. Ah, oh, thanks. And I mean that. I mean, I feel like, uh, yeah, now I'm done working. I feel like I could put my feet up and we could just hang out. So that one, wow, overwhelmingly, uh, let's see, uh, 32 people would forward and two people would not. And you guys who said you would forward it, are, as we say in the great state of Illinois, in agreement with uh, the screener. Song for You was in fact forwarded. So, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm just reading the chat. I, I love hanging out reading the chat, and I just feel so sorry for the people that watch the, the archive of the show. They must think that I'm like some dimwit. I'm constantly sitting here staring off into space. Uh, man, if you guys could see the chat. Oh, by the way, uh, last week, remember we were talking about um, having the good folks from Stephen, uh, from Slate, uh, Stephen Slate join us at the Road Rally to be a sponsor, and they said, oh, we'd love to see that uh, chat. Did you save it? No. Um, so for those of you who would love the folks from Slate Audio to come and be a sponsor, and teach a couple classes and have their fine products uh, that I'm a fan of at the Road Rally. Um, please make mention of that in the chat so this week I can be smart enough to uh, copy and paste it into a Word doc or an email and send it over to the gentleman. Um, oh, Postcard Helicopter said, this is my first time in the chat and watching the pauses in the archive versions never really bothered me. That's good to know, thank you. Um, can I print the chat? You know, the problem is I get a lot of weird characters in the chat because it's some form of something that I, it's not like a Word doc. Um, so it, it's iffy. It's like you paste the chat into, like, I think I've done it in the forum once or twice and live to regret it. It's really problematic. So probably not. Um, but Stephen Slate, uh, if you guys, yes, Slate at the rally. Yes. 
Uh, <laughs> Polly says we're all weird characters. That is true. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for watching, you guys. And don't forget, next week is Chuck Henry. Um, I'll be at his studio, and we're going to watch him build hip-hop drum tracks and probably flesh some tracks out from there. Um, and uh, three weeks from now, we'll be uh, joined by Stephen Giles, who I just invited during today's show to be my guest in three weeks. Uh, we'll figure out what we're... Well, let's just play it by ear. We'll figure it out like five minutes before the show, right? Uh, no, I, I, last time Stephen was here, uh, we had a great time, and I, I love his work, love his music, so we'll figure out something great to talk about. Thank you all for watching. We will be back next week live from Hollywood. Until then, see you guys later. Bye-bye.